Hey, welcome to Creative for More, the podcast. Over here, our conversations are centered around birthing the more that exists within you. We help you mine your originality, live more resiliently, and leverage all of your experiences so that you can serve the world as the highest expression of yourself. My guests will challenge your thinking and give you practical insights for being more, doing more, and having more. My name is Tom Bramuswagu, and I am your host. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to Creative for More, the podcast. Super excited to come to you today. I have a great message for you, if I say so myself. <laughs> so today's message is all about my daughter. Actually, it stemmed from a conversation rather than it's about her. It stemmed from a conversation that I had with my daughter. So one day I was just doing, you know, what mo- all mothers do, just kind of, you know, doing stuff around the house. And then... Um, one of my daughters, so for those of you who don't know, I've got two daughters, one's 10 years old and the other is eight. And she reminds me all the time that she'll soon be nine. So my 10 year old daughter comes and walks up to me and then she says to me, Hey mommy, guess what? Guess what? I was like, what? She goes, I have stopped biting my nails. And for those of you who don't know Kamso, you will not understand the magnitude of the statement. So Kamso is what I will describe as a well, was a chronic nail biter. In fact, I will go beyond nail biting and call her a hand biter. So literally, Kamsa will bite her nails. Like literally, you would there would barely be anything to see. And then she will go beyond that. The tips of her fingers, she will bite it as well. Like literally her thumb, half of her thumb, like she would bite the skin off. I was literally, um, you know, at some point I started getting really, really concerned. I'm thinking to myself, like, are you actually going to eat yourself up one day? <laughs> well, thankfully you didn't come to that because she said to me, mommy, I have stopped biting my nails. And the first question I had for her was, oh, really, what happened? And this is before I even go into all of that. This is after we have tried every single thing my husband has you know bless him we've you know bought all the nail bite um you know really really bitter um applications that you put on nails to stop it from being attractive to eat but still she'll still find a way and you know (laughs) and endure the bitterness just so that she can bite it so that's the level basically that she was at So this was a big deal. This was a big deal. Anyway, going back to my story, she says to me, I have decided that I am not the kind of person who bites her nails. I was like, and notice the choice of words here. I am not the kind of person who bites my nails. So I was, I was very intrigued, but I thought, you know what? I have to see it to believe it. So I said, good on you. I celebrated that. Well done, blah, blah. You know, super excited. Happy for you. Let's see, right? You know, the proof is in the pudding itself. Okay, so let's see. Do you know what? This was about, maybe about six weeks ago. I kid you not. Her hands, her thumbs, her fingertips, everything's healing nicely and for the very first time i'm starting to see like actual fingers fingernails like actual you know nail endings coming through from her from her hands i have never like 
literally she I, I've never needed to use a nail cutter on her because she will she you know but for the very first time she's actually having her nails come through I've just been you know four weeks in in fact two weeks in I'm thinking I ask her I'll, I'll, I'll ask her I say come so you're still not are you how's it going with your nail bites in and she says mommy I told you I stopped with all confidence I told you I stopped why are you why are you why are you still asking me four weeks in I'll ask her the same how is it going are you still not biting your nails she'll say yes mommy have a look i'm not biting my nails like and that's what that's what we've experienced like literally about six weeks as i said in no biting of nails whatsoever so what that struck was it like it struck a chord within me because i thought to myself this young girl at age 10 has clocked into something that a lot, a huge percentage of the world is still trying to figure out. So I thought it was definitely worth having a conversation about it on the podcast. So essentially, she invoked this power in her decision and let it drive her through to outcomes in her reality how powerful is that she said i made a decision that i am not the kind of person who bites my nails and i love how every single thing on earth is linked to principle so if you've never heard this before you just just hear it from me now there is nothing that doesn't have a principle attached to it and lo and behold, maybe four weeks into our decision, I, I, was, I started reading the book Atomic Habits for the very first time. I've had this book forever, but finally I got to it right. I've been reading it with, you know, the people that are part of my more collective and it's been such a, a revelation. And in Atomic Habits, you know, James Clare, he talks a lot about how we form and, and break, you know, habits Things that we feel, you know, habits are essentially things that are almost on auto, automatic, automatic play in our lives. We do them so much that we do them without even realizing that we are doing them. So, for example, like what Kamso used to do with biting her nails, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a habit. It had been forged in her, and you know, she, you know, it had become part of who she was. So essentially, what Kamso did was she now understood that in order to come out, in order to stop and divorce herself from that habit, she had to change who she was. So who we are as people, really, the evidence of the things that we do are actually a snapshot of who we believe that we are, right? So what this means is that it all comes down to our identity. Our identity is what drives every single thing. It drives our thoughts, it drives our decisions, it drives our outcomes, it drives every single thing about us. So when you say that, I am no longer this kind of person. 
You are essentially divorcing yourself from that particular identity and embracing a new one. So guess what happens when you do that? You now then create a new set of attributes that belong to this new identity that you have constructed for yourself. So Kamso's new identity was or is, I am not the kind of person who bites my nails. That is the kind of person I am. So I am not going to, you know, do those low level things that I used to do before, i.e. bite my nails. I am now, I have elevated myself onto a new dimension. I have changed my paradigm around the way I think and I see my nails and I want, I have decided that I am going to grow it because that is who I choose to be. So how you change your actions is really by deciding who you are. It's really by proving who you are. So if you say, you know, I am the kind of person who writes books. Guess what? Your brain starts to go into overdrive and create pathways for you to make that your reality. So you who are listening to me, you know, I've got a a question for you. Could it be that a lot of the things that you find difficult to divorce yourself from Could it be that it's linked to the the identity that you have created for yourself around those things or the lack of identity around the opposite things? Could it be? For someone like me, one of the things that I, 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 you know, I, I assumed as an identity almost like overnight was around podcasting. I said to myself, I am a, I'm, I'm a podcaster, but not only that, I am a consistent podcaster. So what does a consistent podcaster do? A consistent podcaster shows up week after week and delivers podcast episodes. And that is what drives everything else that I do as it pertains to my podcast. So it's not about, you know, the length of the the show. It's not about the particular guest I have or the guest I don't have. It's about the consistency. It's about showing up whether I feel like it, I don't feel like it because that is the identity that I have embraced in this season of my life. So I Habits shape our identities. And our identities are framed by our habits. So if you choose a new identity around those areas that you are struggling with, you can effect, in effect, change your habits. 
And this is why, you know, things like core values are very, very important. Core values are beliefs that we hold dear about ourselves. Things that we believe ourselves to be. So when you say, you know what, one of my core values is honesty. Instantly, your decisions are made easier. Because you say to yourself, does an honest person do this? One of my core values is integrity. So even when you've made a mistake, you honor your core value. If it means that you, you, you know, you have to apologize to somebody, if it means you have to make amends, you know, in whichever way you do it because that is who you are. So our core values frame us on the inside. They frame us. So I really want you to, you know, examine your life, examine the things that you feel, you feel are limiting. And, but not only that, I don't want this to be about breaking bad habits necessarily. This is also about forming great new habits. This is about becoming more in the areas that you feel held back or are limited in, you can decide on the type of person that you are and you just prove it to yourself. Change your identity. Be like Kamso. Yeah? So I hope I've been able to paint a good enough picture because... If you understand the kind of nail biter you are, you, uh, she, she was, you will understand how big a deal this is in terms of, you know, the kind of stepwise change that she's been able to attain in relation to this. So I want to leave you with about, you know, five things that I want you to always know about yourself, particularly in relation to you know, habits and identities. The first thing, I say four, actually five. The first thing is I want you to know about yourself that you can change your mind at any time. And I love this. There was a guest I had on the um, on the podcast, Ehi Ademabo. And actually she said this, <laughs> she said this somewhere else, not on the podcast. I heard her speaking at a summit, the Boundaries Summit. And she said, you can change your mind at any time. And I thought that was such a great, great statement to emphasize in this day and age. Because a lot of times we feel like we are planted. We feel like, you know, we are so rooted in that we cannot move. So if there's an area of your life where something where you're, 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 you're permitting something that you don't really want. I want you to know that you can change your mind at any time. You don't need permission from anyone. You can decide that you want to go from the back of the class to the front of the class. It is your right. You can change your mind at any time. You don't need anyone's permission. The second thing I want you to know about yourself in relation to who you are and the habits that are that 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 
constitute you in your current state is that nothing has more power than you as it relates to you and your person. And I love it. Even God Almighty, who has all the power in the universe, says, you know what? I, I withhold my power when it comes to free will. I want you to have the power to decide how you live your life, who you want to worship, where you go, what you do. You have the power. So when you feel powerless, like, how God, how, how come I keep doing this thing over and over? I want you to know right now, listen to me, nothing has more power than you. You are more powerful than it. If you would open your eyes and wield your power, you'll be able to break anything or achieve anything that you want. The third thing is that you deserve the life that you want. There's a temptation to feel undeserving. It's a, that kind of identity. It belongs to those who want that kind of life. It belongs to them. No, you deserve it too. And a lot of times this stems from, you know, conditioning from childhood or even in adulthood by society and all of that. You know, sometimes people are made to believe that they deserve lower. They deserve smaller. They don't, they, you know, they're they not deserving of the better things in life. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Listen to me. You deserve the kind of life that you want. Have that informed, you know, in the forefront of your mind as you make your decisions in life. I deserve the kind of life that I want. Someone needs to write that down as an affirmation. I just keep saying it. I deserve the kind of life that I want. The fourth one is more is waiting at the other end of a decision that only you can make. There is no one who is going to make that decision for you. Nobody. It is, it is with you. You have that power, right? And more, the better life is waiting at the other end of a decision. All you need to do is change your mind about who you are. Decide who you're going to be. And let the attributes of your new identity define what you do. Let it define your characteristics. Let it define your outlooks. Let it define your thought processes. Let it define your decision. Let it define your actions. Let it define the lens through which you look at life. And the fifth and final point is that, and I love this one. If you don't ask, you don't get. You will never answer to a question that you do not ask of yourself. You will never do it. You will never answer to a question that you haven't asked yourself. So you need to ask. You need to put that desire forth and say, you know what? I Decide this is what I want to do. And that is, then your actions start to follow that. I feel like I want to add a, a bonus point. Give yourself grace. 
Give yourself grace. Just because you tumble and you stumble, you know, don't say it's over for me. I, I always knew it. This is my, you know, permanent identity. Nothing can, you know, good can come out. No, give yourself grace. There are some people that decide and that is it. Close book, like my counsel, bless her. Decided, I will not bite my nose. And that has been it for her. But there are also some people that decide. And some, somewhere along the line, you know, they slip up a little bit. And then, that is where the real work is. They now convince themselves that, you see, because I have slipped up, that is, you know, I always knew it. I could never be this other person. This is who I am. No, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. Allow faith lead the way for you, not your feelings, not your emotions. Allow faith, allow the belief that you have in this person that you have seen. This person that you have seen, allow that person pull you forth. Say, this is who I am. I'm at a point in my life now where I am, I'm, I, I'm writing a book and I've been talking about writing this book for a while. You know, to be honest, it almost feels embarrassing because I keep talking about I'm writing this book, but it's been one of the most, you know, easily, one of the hardest things I've ever done. Easily. It just feels like the more I put in it, the more I try, the harder it is. But guess what keeps me going? I have decided that I am the kind of person who writes books. I have decided that I am the kind of person who is an author, who is a curator of knowledge, who is a thought leader. That is who I am. So I will write books. And it starts with the first one. So on days where I've felt, you know, like it's not working. I am so slow. I am trying my best. I'm pushing, but I just don't feel again that word. I don't feel like it. I don't allow my feelings lead the way. I allow the faith I have in who I am, who I have decided to be, who I have seen that I cannot unsee, lead me forward. And that is why I do every single thing that I have to, I do. That is how I remain consistent in podcast. That is how I encourage people. That is how, because that is who I am. That is who I am. It impacts me in every way. It's like it, 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 it shapes me in every way. Even when I, 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 I'm in conversations with people. Sometimes when I want to lash out, you know, I feel, you know, the old Tomba trying to rise within me. I said, no, Tomba, that is not who you are. Put it down. Calm down. Respond in a nice way. That is who you are. You are kind. That is who you are. So I want you to take what I've said today. I want you to hold it against your life. Hold my words against your life. If you will implement what you have heard today, honestly, it will be, you will see a huge transformation in your life. It's enough to birth remarkable transformations for you. I want you to understand that you 
can change your mind. I want you to know that nothing has more power than you. I want you to know that you deserve the kind of life that you want. I want you to know that more is waiting at the other end of a decision that only you can make. And I want you to ask of yourself so that you can get what you want from yourself. Okay? If you don't ask, you don't get. So thank you very much for listening today and I will be back next week with another great episode. Stay blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Created for More, the podcast. Make sure you visit my website. I'm at tombra.com where you can subscribe to the show either via iTunes or Spotify so that you never miss a show going forward. You can also follow me on social media. I'm at tombra.moswako. And if you love the show, please, please, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Don't forget you were created to be more, to do more and have more. Bye for now.